Welcome. You're listening to Faith vs. Weight with Maria Bauer. Maria is a former U.S. Navy Health Information Systems Officer, current health and wellness coach, and author of the book, Faith vs. Weight, reminding you that you already have victory in Christ. Now, here's your host, Maria Bauer. Hello and welcome to Season 3, Daily Devo, Power to Persevere. Thank you for joining me here today. Make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite way to listen so that you don't miss a single episode as you are biblically inspired to boldly go the distance on your health and wellness journey. Today is week six, day three. Inspired by Exodus 22 through 24, Psalm 109, and Ephesians 6 with our opening Bible verse coming from Exodus 23, 30. Little by little, I will drive them out from before you until you have increased and inherit the land. Today's reflection. Warning, the side effects of obedience. Losing weight, healing from past sins, either done to us or done by us, or just moving forward takes time. It usually happens little by little. Dealing with your emotional health is one of the number one factors overlooked when it comes to weight gain. The reason I wrote my book, Action Guide, and these podcasts is because most people think excess weight only has to do with calories in and calories out, when in fact, in many cases, it has to do with unresolved issues causing disobedience in some area of our lives. Because healing takes time and is messy, it's easy to feel that we are destined to be victims of our own circumstances forever. This is exactly what Satan wants you to believe. He uses your waiting to convince you that God really doesn't care about whatever it is you're going through. So you might as well have another piece of that cheesecake, the one with the swirl on it. This is a win-win for Satan because he knows if you doubt God's ability to care about the day-to-day minutiae details of your life, you are less apt to be obedient. Why bother? God has more important things to worry about than you, right? It's easy to assume that God does not care about what may seem like a trivial matter for the creator of the universe, but the truth is that God cares. Right down to the last dot and tittle. In Exodus 22, he tells us what will happen if one poor man's coat is not returned to him by sundown, even if his coat was used as collateral. God asks, what would he sleep in? It will happen when he cries to me that I will hear, for I am gracious. Exodus twenty-two twenty-seven. When it comes to be obedient to God, you have to believe that he hears, knows, and cares about every single detail in your life, whatever it is that you are going through. Obedience is first a decision to surrender, so you have to first trust to whom you are surrendering to in the first place. Once you have surrendered, then there is usually an action to take, and finally, a period of waiting. It's not an instant process, and it doesn't even guarantee an outcome. Still, we are called to be obedient. Unfortunately, we are not very good at waiting even when we practically have a guaranteed outcome. On top of that, many people confuse waiting with weakness, either on their part or on God's ability to deliver them. Yet, the appearance of the glory of the Lord was like devouring fire on the top of the mountain in the eyes of the children of Israel. Exodus 24, 17. There is no weakness in God, only in us. And the only way to deal with our weakness is to surrender to His glory in obedience in all areas, including decisions that affect your emotional health. Behold, 
I send an angel before you to keep you by the way and to bring you into the place which I have prepared. Pay attention to him and listen to his voice. Do not provoke him, for he will not pardon your disobedience, for my name is in him. Exodus 23, 20-21. We are even called to be obedient when it has to do with someone who may or may not be easy to love. Have you ever felt like this? In return for my love, they are my adversaries, but I am in prayer. They have rewarded me evil for good and hatred for my love. Psalm 109, 4-5. For many years, I personally struggled with obedience. I struggled in several areas of my life when I was younger that I eventually surrendered, but there was one area where I held out. It was my obedience in honoring my father and mother. Having grown up in an abusive home, I felt at times that there was more evil than good. Even though my mother was the recipient of this evil, I felt abandoned by her by age 13 when I went to live with my father, who was the abuser. Being older now, I realized my mother could no longer raise me, because at that point, I had basically gone off the rails. When I was 13, my parents went through a nasty divorce. Then my best friend, because of a tragedy in her own life, wound up turning against me in the typical middle school mean girl fashion, but it hurt more than I admitted. On the heels of that, I narrowly escaped an attempted rape. At that point, I just gave up. I started failing out of school and was arrested for shoplifting with my so-called friends while we were under the influence. I was on drugs and had lost all hope. If I had the means, I would have ended it all right then. Although years later, my life looked perfect on the outside, I was still struggling on the inside, especially with that one commandment, honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise that it may be well with you and that you may live long on the earth, Ephesians 6, 2 through 3. Thankfully, I was given the chance to honor my father before he was killed in a car accident. When my brother and I went to live with him, something happened. My father started going to church. This was the beginning of our healing and restoration. But what to do with my mother? She was also a churchgoer, but there was always a tension between us. Since I hadn't lived with her since I was 13, we did not have the typical mother-daughter bond. My husband's parents were the ones to help with the births of both of our boys. It hurt to realize that I just didn't have that kind of relationship with my mother. Having my own children made me realize the gap. So I decided to honor my mother. At first, I honored her with my actions only, not with my heart. Then, in the process of being born again, I learned a valuable lesson. These issues between my mother and I were not just between my mother and I. Had I not been born again, I would have completely missed this point. For our wrestling is not against flesh and blood, but against the principalities, against the powers, against the world's rulers of this darkness, and against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places, Ephesians 6.12. If I was a believer in Christ, it was time to be fully obedient to the Lord instead of allowing my mother and I to be used as pawns by Satan. If we could be angry at each other or not talk to each other, as she was angry with me for being born again, since she belonged to a different denomination, then Satan would win. It was easy to allow Satan to point out all of the reasons why I could justify not being obedient and honoring my mother. I could have simply used the fact that we couldn't agree on the same church as Christians. But if I did that, I would have allowed the father of lies to continue to use us both. More importantly, I would have grieved the Holy Spirit. Is Satan using your lack of obedience to grieve the Holy Spirit in your life. This is a daily battle. 
I finally had to decide whether I was going to love fully as Christ loved me and all my sin and not in the way of service only when eyes are on you as men pleasers, but as servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart, Ephesians 6, 6. Thankfully, I chose the latter. The side effect of my obedience is now a restored relationship with my mother. This past weekend, I took her to see the Nutcracker at our local opera house. It was my treat. Well, really, it was the Lord's treat, but I got to participate in it. So little by little, 40 years later, I surrendered and was eventually obedient to the Lord, who has driven out the enemy of my soul so that I could receive the Lord's promise. This is no longer my battle. I truly hope that my sharing this helps you be released from one of your emotional battles as well. Now I can finally say that I understand what Paul was talking about when he said, Grace be with all those who love our Lord Jesus Christ with incorruptible love. Ephesians 6.24 I have learned that the side effect of obedience to Christ is in fact love. Today's reflection, warning, the side effects of obedience. Today's action, number one, pray that they may know that this is in your hand, that you, Lord, have done it. Psalm 109.27, there is no way that this relationship could have been restored without the Lord. Number two, move little by little. Moses was on the mountain 40 days and 40 nights, Exodus 24.18. It took me 40 years to restore this relationship. First, I moved her closer. In the beginning, the relationship felt like it was more work than it was worth. But we have finally allowed the Lord to restore it. It's never too late. Number three, act. You may need ammo. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the spoken word of God. Ephesians 6.17 Many times I had to read the Bible in the parking lot before I could visit with my mother in order for the word to manifest in my actions and my heart. Today's Daily Devo, Power to Persevere, was inspired by Exodus 22-24, through 24, Psalm 109, and Ephesians 6. For your Christian-based daily dose of health and wellness encouragement, please subscribe to this show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen. Are you searching for a Christian-based weight management program that actually works? Check out Season 1, Episodes 1-10, through 10, and Season 2, Episodes 13-63 through 63 of this podcast. For the print and Kindle versions, check out the book, Faith vs. Weight, Magnifying the Glory of God, an Action Guide, Faith vs. Weight, Daily Strength to Shine. You have been listening to Season 3, Daily Devo, Power to Persevere, designed to help you boldly go the distance on your health and wellness journey. Biblical encouragement from today's podcast is came from the Dwell Bible audio app, the Bible in one year, five-day-a-week plan. Thank you for listening to Faith vs. Weight, reminding you that you already have victory in Christ. Consult your physician before starting any weight loss or exercise program.